0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Diego and Divorce Show, and they pulled somebody up from the grave, Derek Flair. And here I am to tell you that you're in the right place. Whenever you see the Diego and Divorce Show on your screen, you are in the right place,
1: and it's going to be big woo tonight.
0: Hi, wrestling fans. This is Gary Whitehurst, former ring announcer with NACW and other indie organizations in the Carolinas for many years. When it comes to all things wrestling, you're in the right place with the Diego and DeVore Wrestling Podcast. When it comes to travel and vacations, you come to me. Once we get through this pandemic, I can make your vacation dreams come true whether it be an exciting cruise an all-inclusive resort international land vacation and so much more i'll take care of you why me well i will be your one contact person no long hold times with booking direct or big online agencies and my rate will never be higher than booking direct and i do not charge a booking agency planning fee how do you reach me? Well, I'm so glad you asked. I'm based in Tampa, Florida, and I can be reached at area code 561 424 6003. That's 561 424 6003. My email is gwhitehurst at cruiseandtravelexperts.com. That's G W H I T E H U R S T at C R U I S E. A and dot com. My website is G dot cruise and Hey, I got something great for you now. If you make a reservation with me and mention the Diego and DeVore Wrestling Podcast, I'll give you a cruise on board credit or amenity. You can't beat that. And now let's get back to the Diego and DeVore Podcast.
1: All right, welcome to another episode of the Diego and DeVore show. Unfortunately, Megaface is <laughs> still on vacation, and you know it's hard to really pin that guy down. So looking forward to having him back on later in the month. we were almost out of the month, so maybe next month he'll come back and grace us with his presence. But until then, you know... I'd like to talk about something that I think at one point it was a dying art in professional wrestling, which is tag team wrestling. It usually always seemed that it got ignored a lot. You, you had a lot of guys that just slapped together and say, hey, go out there and be a tag team. But I think something like that is already a thing of the past because there seems to be a revival of sorts, a rebirth of concept tag team wrestling which i'm a very big fan of i grew up in that time where you had tag teams like midnight express you know i felt they were better with stan lane but that's a very unpopular opinion it seems um we had the heart foundation my number one ever favorite tag team of the world you had the rockers and you had rock and roll express and at that time we can go on and on but it seems like there was a time where things slowed up but i think right now we're looking at something very beautiful i'll bring you to today right now is A couple of guys out there doing it what I think is the right way. They got the look. They got the talent. They got the team cohesion. And I could just quit talking. Let's bring them in. Truth Magnum, Turbo Floyd, they are the future of tag team wrestling. They are the outrunners. Gentlemen, thank you for coming on the Diego and Divorce Show.
2: Hell, yeah. It's great to be here. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you very much.
1: Yeah, man. You know, the pleasure is all on this side of the table because I tell you, out of the things that I've seen, man, is um. I like to use the word DeLorean. When I'm talking about DeLorean, I'm talking about a time machine going back. I'm watching two guys that have a cohesion of sorts because it's not something you see around very much anymore. And I know that when I mentioned and I saw one of you guys react to where you go to a show and then it's just hey you and you, you're a tag team tonight, go out and do your thing. It's just there's no magic in that. There's no art. So now we have the outrunner. So. Tell me how in today's time you can have two very talented individuals come together and decide to say, hey, you know what, we're a thing. Let's go do it.
3: It was kind of a uh, uh, luck of the draw between the two of us, um, Shiloh or uh, Jim. Truth Magnum being from the Seattle area and me being from the Chicago area, but kind of uh, not not a good chance that we were ever going to meet. And then, you know, colliding together here in uh in louisville kentucky um he moved in from there i moved in from well out from the san diego area so um kind of a a big chance that we were ever going to meet but it happened and now here we are truth magnum turbo floyd the outrunners did it happen here in the midwest
2: we trained together under the the world-class trainer of rip rogers and learned kind of the entertainment aspect the tv aspect from al snow um we wrestled one on one against each other for about a year and then at one point we were like you know what we could be the a, a sum greater than our than our parts and uh here we are today
1: yeah so and how long ago was that because it seems that you guys have been tagging together for at least 15 years by the way you got <laughs> you know by the guys you guys perform out there
2: oh thank you it's been about a year and a half but a big chunk of that year was uh we were down for the count with covid related uh not working because of covid so uh, but we've been doing everything we can outside of having matches during COVID time, like producing content, getting our gear straight, working on every other aspect of the team that we possibly could, studying, um, training, uh, old times, getting ready for coming out of COVID. And we've had some good success since then.
1: Yeah, because I'm looking, you know, you guys talk about the training, but you guys are seem to be doing it the right way because not only are wrestlers, athletes and performers, but they're also businessmen. And from what I've seen, you guys, you guys had the great promo shoots. You guys got the highlight reels. I mean, you got you're all up and down with the social media. So, you know, it's A to Z business.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you can't wrestle, you have to do every other aspect of getting yourself out there and getting yourself in front of people, promoting yourself. Um, that's also just a, a fun part of it, uh, especially working with turbo and that we can come up with an idea shoot it, get it edited all of our, all ourselves. And just that whole creative process is, is a fun, fun time.
3: It ended up working out kind of having that like, uh, eight to nine months of downtime. We really taught ourselves how to do all that. It was, uh, kind of all by scratch. I mean, we, we were talking just the other day, we kind of go back and look at our first videos and kind of not necessarily cringe, but it's like, man, our stuff's so much better. Now we've come so far as far as, you know, being able to, to produce our own content and put that stuff together. Um and yeah we've been very fortunate enough to uh, we we live remotely close to each other um, so we can do a ton of film study um which we did um we're fortunate enough to have um the arena in jeffersonville indiana um thanks to uh, a good friend of ours too tough tony who was able to give us access to that uh facility where we were able to go train and, and work with each other and um you know we be able to piece this whole thing together. in the, uh, the time that we had off due to, you know, COVID. And now when things are picking back up, it seems that we've kind of, we've, we've hit the ground running. We're really, we've, we feel together. We've really caught our
1: stride. That's, that's interesting. Cause when the COVID hit first hit on our side here, it was a total shutdown A to Z. There's just no life in wrestling. And you might see one or two promotions run stuff out there. And in YouTube land, you don't even know where they ran, but you just kind of see them doing their thing. Cause it's, Kind of how our show started, Diego and divorce show, because we had all the contracts for the shows ready to go, and we were just hitting our stride, and then boom, nothing. So it's like, what are we gonna do? We do nothing, sit in our hands, or do something creative? Henceforth, the podcast. Let's forget about that because we're talking about the outrunners tonight. <laughs> well, it's funny
2: you. It's funny, it's funny you say that. What uh, when I when I talked to Turbo when I first talked to him, I said, "Hey man, what if we formed a tag team?" And he was all for it. Three days later, the shutdown occurred, and you know, it, <laughs> man, but it gave us so, a lot of time to get better.
1: Yeah, yeah. you know, in a way, that it's gonna sound real shitty, and I'm trying not to, but in a way, COVID was kind of a blessing for certain aspects of the business because it had to rein, had to reinvent itself, and yeah. so with that. Because I know you sat down, you're talking about learning new skills, you know, with the social media and doing things. But you were also studying the tapes. So, and I can only guess, but I'll have you tell us, because I don't want to assume, your favorite era of tag team wrestling. So when you study the tapes, where do you go? Because it's very thin in today's uh, today's time. So you have to go at least 15, 20 years.
2: I, I, my personal favorite is the late 80s.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's, you already
2: uh, touched on uh, quite a
3: few of the the tank teams we've been watching. So, uh, yeah, guys like uh, Midnight Express and Rock and Roll Express and The Rockers, um, right. we're all guys. Yeah, we've been that we've been studying. We we're constantly sending each other video and clips of things that hey, how can we tweak this little thing and and you know make it uh, make it the outrunners. So, uh, yeah, you kind of touch on all that. But yeah, the the late '80s, mid mid to late '80s is kind of what we've uh, based all of our um, Inspiration, I suppose, off of, and you can see that in us.
2: I i think, yeah, yeah. I also want to mention I'm also a Stan Lane Midnight Express
1: uh, fan as well. Okay, so you, yes. we're two of just two that I know, so that, <laughs> yes. that's that's pretty cool though. Because judging by the look, I would have said straight up 80s, which is cool because you know, 80s is the best decade of wrestling. And then, of course, part of the attitude era. Onward, I can't really say much about, you know. <laughs> I kind of feel that I didn't leave wrestling. The wrestling left me, but that's a whole different show. So <laughs> so let's say so you guys said, well, let's just form a tag team. But there had to be something in there to where it's just like when you do a show, you do a series of show with one person, you know, there's magic. You guys have a lot of good chemistry together when you're wrestling somebody else. But when two individuals just get together and say, hey, let's just form a tag team, it's just, ah you know. Couldn't work, could not work, but you guys knew from the start this is going to be a thing.
2: Yeah, I think so because we're, we come from the same trainers, we have the same work ethic, we have the same um, philosophy when it comes to wrestling, the same sense of humor, similar styles. It's it was it's just something you, we would we knew was going to work, and if we put the effort into the team as much as we have put the effort into just the business and ourselves up to that point. Uh, there's no reason why this can't this couldn't work.
3: Yeah, and it, I'll it spawn from uh, about like two or so years before the tag team was was even a thought. Um, Truth Magnum and I were were kind of pinned together as far as uh, competing against each other for uh, almost a year. Where we were kind of traveling around um, Kentucky, Tennessee, and in the uh, the Indiana area, kind of together and um, uh, pretty much wrestling each other every weekend. Um, so we really got a good feel for each other and we gelled really well and then um, it was around the time I left OVW um, and was looking to kind of reinvent myself for a little bit, a few months and um, the the kind of look and style that we were kind of you know, adjusting ourselves to was pretty similar and that was when uh, uh, Truth Magnum gave me the text and said, hey man, I think this is something that could really work um, if we were to team up and make this thing happen. And, Hell yeah, I'm on, I'm on board. Let's do it. What, what do we need to do? Um, I think and yeah, maybe in the next day we were kind of going over. Uh, we met at uh, Tru's house and we're going over some film study and some different tag teams that we could think we kind of like. Um, and he's asking me, you know, what kind of tag teams do you like. All right, well, what do you like? And it ended up being the the same exact teams, the teams yeah. we mentioned already. So we're like, all right, let's watch them. Uh, Heart Foundation, uh, put them on. Let's see what we can uh, what we can pull from them. And um, yeah, again, the the COVID stuff happened, and we we're able to have. Nine to ten months of of study and learning how to do everything, basically. Um, Us both being pretty much single guys up until, uh, well, I can't speak for truth on that, but me, this is my first tag team I've ever really been in. So it's kind of, you know, it's more or less the same, but you're really starting from scratch because now you got these whole, you got a whole nother factor. There's three other guys in the ring um, that you need to work with. But um, I mean, I feel, again, it's something we've gelled really well with um we kind of read each other's uh, minds at this point Mm -hmm. so it's all been working out really well
1: and read by speak reading minds you kind of read my mind because i was starting to think to where have you gotten to a point now to where the communication is all a matter of just giving the look or you know where you're going where he's going where you guys the communication you don't even have to talk about it you just do it oh exactly something
3: i feel like as soon as uh Uh, the ref gets pulled in some situation. I know I'm coming in or vice versa, or uh, the other team uh, pulling the ref or whatever it might be. Um, As soon as it happens, I I, I'm beginning my role out of the ring and he's already in behind me. So it's, we're kind of on the same page as far as all that stuff goes or when tags are getting made or it's kind of, it's kind of known out there, but it's not uh, we're not necessarily calling spots beforehand or anything like that. It's kind of, this is what we do. We get it. We understand it's super simple stuff, but it's stuff that works. It, and we can really make happen. And we're all, he's on the same page. I know exactly when he's going to be doing whatever it might be hitting a knee, missing a knee sunset flip, whatever it is. I know it's coming. So I'm just sitting there waiting, being turbo.
1: All right. Beautiful. Uh, So what do you, what do you, uh, let's start with this because I normally talk about the, the roots or where each of where you came from with the training. I know rip was a very big deal with you guys. So let's talk about that. So I'll start with, with truth Magnum. So how did you get involved with wrestling, what is it that got you? What gave you the bug?
2: Uh, shoot, I remember watching WrestleMania 4, I think it was, back in the day. And I've ever since I was little, that's what I wanted to do. In fact, I remember in first grade, you're, we were supposed to draw a picture of what you wanted to be when you grew up. And I drew myself as the third bushwhacker. So <laughs> uh, so it's what I've always wanted to do. I started actually training when I was 14 in Seattle with uh, at the Buddy Wayne School which has produced uh, people like Darby Allen uh, since I've left and Buddy's son, Nick Wayne. Um, I started there and Buddy Wayne himself was a protege of Rip Rogers. And my whole first year and a half of training, he didn't explain psychology to me at all. It was all by feel. It was all by just working. Never did he like stop and explain, this is why you do this. It was all by feel. And then when I got here to Louisville and trained with Rip for uh, quite some time, uh, it's just another, whole other level. It's like going from middle school to high school um, and then college. And that, from there, I trained with Nick Dinsmore. Um, uh, got to learn quite a bit from Rob Conway. Uh, then eventually Al Snow. And even uh, spent some time under Jim Cornette, which was awesome as wow. you know, a yeah. fan of all those tag teams back in the day. Just to be able to pick his brain on a weekly basis was just tremendous so uh, i can't even uh, speaking of great tag teams i uh, was very much trained by joey mercury um who is as just one of the greatest genius minds for this business um so uh, as turbo will tell you his training story like we have world class in my opinion training and it's been a really just a great pleasure to bring our force combine our forces and show people what what we can do
1: question to you turbo with a uh... With your origins, what gave you that bug, just like your partner?
2: Uh, well, I got the bug pretty early.
3: I was probably five or six years old watching uh, uh, the Attitude Era wrestling. And so in my hometown, I got uh, I begged my parents to sign me up for the, uh, the wrestling club that they had in the summers. So I showed up to uh, an amateur wrestling club expecting to hit kids with chairs and uh, <laughs> yeah. ended up getting into the amateur world, which I, I fell in love with. It took me a couple years to kind of make the adjustment that hey i'm not i'm not being hulk hogan right now or or randy savage or whatever it is but um i'm getting an opportunity to um, work with something else that i really enjoy so uh i wrestled amateur up until i was 23 24 um throughout college and then right after that um, i ended up moving out to san diego california to train with socal pro um so i trained under guys like uh, anthony idol and jeff dino Um, before I moved to the Louisville area around 2017 or 18, I believe, um, where I started, um, I began training there with uh, Matt Capitelli and Rip Rogers. And just, you know, uh, from having kind of a, a, getting a bit of a head start out there to moving to the Louisville area to train with Rip Rogers, it was a really intense process, but uh, it's something that helped me scoot right along um, as far as learning um, as Truth mentioned, psychology and, and ring awareness and footwork. And I mean, if, if you've ever met Rip Rogers or heard him talk or, or listened to him, you're going to learn pretty quick or he's going to let you have it. So um, it was kind of a sink or swim situation with him, um, especially how quickly he pulled me in and took me under his wing. I guess as far as um, Rip Rogers goes, he uh, kind of every few years he's got uh, his one guy, and I happen to be the last uh, Rip guy, I guess. Uh, before he uh, retired from training. Uh, He still does seminars and all that, but uh, I mean, he's uh, like, like True said, we got world-class training ability and we got the world-class training from a guy like Rip Rogers who trained, you know, John Cena, Randy Orton, uh, Batista, Edge to some degree, Big Show uh, had it hands on. So, and he he was a guy that was around all of our favorite wrestlers, like and he tells me stories of how he, he roomeded. Uh, he was roommates with Randy Savage for like three or four years, and that's that's who taught him how to wrestle. So you know, uh, in my opinion, the greatest wrestler of all time trained my trainer, who is, right. in my opinion, the second greatest wrestler of all time. So it's kind of kind of crazy how we're able to fall into that. But um, you kind of feel uh, things kind of hit when they're supposed to. So here we are today, the outrunners, Truth Magnum,
1: Turbo Floyd. I mean yeah, because you mentioned some key figures in wrestling talk about rip rogers and jim cornett so let's, yes. let's talk about with now what's the feedback been and i want to talk about just the fans but as far as people of their caliber because you received either some advice or training i'm gonna call it like the phd level of training so what's been the feedback from pe- folks like that because i could see but nothing but you know positive feedback and of course there'll be times where they say hey man you screwed that up you did that but what's the feedback been especially now with with the outrunners the way they are now.
3: Typically with older guys, um, I like, well, just not too long ago, uh, Truth and I wrestled Ricky Morton um, and his son, and guys like Rip Rogers kind of train you for guys like that. Uh, we wrestle that same style. It's a, hey, we're going to call this whole thing in the ring, and for Truth and I, that's a super easy task, because uh, training with Rip Rogers, it was, all right, we're going to get in, you know, 10 matches this weekend with training. Um, all of them are going to be called in the ring. I'll give you your times, and um Rip always brags about uh uh Mike Mondo has the record for uh sixty minute matches called in the ring with like I think he said like thirteen or fourteen, and I've got nine. So I think I'm second on that list uh as far as his classes go. So yeah, we um wrestling guys like Ricky Morton and getting him from Rip, they say he, he he says if they don't say anything back to you, that means it was pretty good. And so we wrestled Ricky Morton and he didn't really have much feedback for us. So we're right on, rock solid. So yeah, um, we kind of were able to go home where the heads held high that night. So um, that's the only experience I guess I have from that. But um, as far as older guys giving us feedback or lack thereof, but it's a pretty good feeling, I
2: guess. I've had some good feedback from guys that were kind of veterans when I started that um, I kind of looked up to when I started. And in the general consensus or what I hear back from most is, I think you guys really have something and I was just talking to one of them yesterday at the show we wrestled at in Indiana and he was like you guys just need a break that's all you need so it's I think it's coming soon for sure
1: know, mm-hmm. I, mean, I could you know I can't say that why wouldn't anybody give you a break now because there's so many companies out there seeing the light of day because thanks to place like YouTube or any other social media group to where I don't think a major company can bury these places anymore because you can't hide talent anymore.
2: Yeah. You have a great point there. Absolutely.
1: And so we're looking, cause we talked about earlier, cause I asked you what your home promotion or where you come from. And you say you're as, you're as independent as it gets free agent as it gets. So before we get into that, let me take a moment to mention to the fans of, to visit the Diego and divorce show.com website while you're on that website. Cause we're talking about tag team wrestling, tag team wrestling Takes a lot of energy. So I invite you to scroll down the page and hit the rogue energy banner. Get in there and get you some fabulous energy powder. So it's not like just any regular energy where it comes from a can and you can't even mention, don't even know what periodic table these ingredients come from. So click on that rogueenergy.com banner and I can tell you how to use save some money. Use the Diego and Divorce Show savings code. Saves you 10% of your complete order. Diego and Divorce Show is Diego Shift7 Divorce Show. Get 10% your total order today. Lord DeVore, he has the energy to you know, not only buy all his race cars, but drive them as well. He drives them about as fast as he drinks them. But it's a beautiful thing because it doesn't taste like the regular energy from a can. Click that banner at RogueEnergy.com. That's RogueEnergy.com. Say 10%. Use the Diego DeVore Show discount code. Back with the Outrunners, Truth Magnum, Turbo Floyd. One of my favorite up-and-coming future tag team legends, I would say. So we talked about all these companies that are seeing the light of day now and talent can't be ignored. Where have you guys been doing a lot of your work lately? Cause I have seen you everywhere, which is a good thing because you know, you don't want to get stale in one place and then not experience, I will say other territories because you're never going to get any better unless you go out into places where no, you haven't been seen yet.
2: Uh, yeah. So we briefly in OVW at the beginning of the year, when things start opening up, uh, we had a good two month run, I think in IWA mid South, um, we've done quite a bit in, the uh, Tennessee, um, Indiana and,
3: um, where else? Uh, West Virginia. So kind of the Midwest area, uh, we've been running up and down as far as, um, hitting the independent scene, kind of, we're really in the Midwest and um, we've been out West a little bit. Sioux Falls is the furthest we've gone out. It was quite a haul. But yeah. we're just kind of on the independent scene, making it happen. Um, any and all takers, whoever wants to book the outrunners, we are here for your tag team
1: pleasure. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there should be no reason why I shouldn't be on your tag team. So with the world being as it is now with, like I said, all these companies, they've been around and I have a good shine on them. Where you, And I know it's everybody says they want to go to Dilly Dilly E or whatever, but you know I think now that there's more options out there, I think more healthier options really, what promotions out there are really ca- catching your eye to where, you know, I want to work those guys or I want to wrestle these guys?
2: Uh, just the aesthetically, we would fit in NWA very well. That's just a natural fit there. Um, but the the teams I think we want to wrestle are in are in AEW largely. Like, it would be an incredible to it'd be incredible to wrestle like FTR the way they they put they do their matches. That's it, it, it would they'd be awesome. Be a really good fit for us. A uh, big Varsity
3: Blondes fan. That would be another big or good fit for us. And, yeah, both AEW guys. As far as, you know, larger promotions go, um, sure, we'd love to wrestle for AEW or WWE or Impact or NWA. Uh, Ring of Honor. Um, I'm a big fan of Ring of Honor. I watch yeah. all their clips. But uh, as far as, like, local promotions, uh, there's some – we're trying to get up into Chicago. Uh, Warrior Wrestling can become a, kind of a big promotion around here. Um, they seem to bring in a lot of guys. We're kind of hoping to get in contact with them a little bit further, looking to you know head down south, Tennessee. Um, that's where like Impact and all those guys are. So, it really, uh, again, any and all takers. Uh, the the outrunners are here for. Uh, we're here for a good time. We're here for some good tag team wrestling, and uh, we're wanting to take on. I mean, you can't get any uh, iron sharpens iron. So we're looking for teams that are better than us to wrestle. So uh, that's the, we're constantly scouting for teams and looking for people like hey, these guys look pretty good. Let's uh, let's try and find a way to to get out to them. Um, And I think we're going to catch a pretty good deal of it uh, here upcoming in the next couple of weeks. Um, September 10th, we're going to be in West Virginia at uh, Pro Wrestling Conquest. It's an all-tag team show, um, and there's giant tag teams on there, Um, formerly known as The Ascension, are on there, the The main event. Lenny and Lodi, uh, WCW's Lenny and Lodi are going to be on the team. We're actually going to be uh, going up against Lenny and Lodi, so I'm really looking forward to that and learning a lot from them. So uh, Pro Wrestling Conquest here, uh, September 10th, is going to be a huge show for not only the outrunners, uh, who are, um, but as, as much as it is going to be for uh, tag team wrestling.
1: So you're saying is it an all-tag team wrestling card?
2: Yes. yes. The show name is actually called Book More Tag Team Matches, cowards.
1: <laughs> so in what town in West Virginia is this? Because that's where I'm from, so I want to know, hey, look, if it's close enough for me, I mean, I'll make the drive.
3: Um, so it's going to be in Charleston, West Virginia, on uh, yeah September 10th. It's a Friday.
1: Now that's quite now that's quite a haul for you guys.
3: Um, it, it's gonna yeah before four and a half five hours something like
1: that. Well, that's but, nothing. Uh, that's not that's nothing. rest and drive. That's, that's nothing.
3: That's not too bad. no, no yeah, the rest of that's it, yeah, nothing.
1: So we we talked about because I know we talked about. I want to go back a little bit because I got not too much ahead of myself with 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 your look and the concept of your tag team. So the gear itself because you know i think it works so what is who came up with the concept of the gear and who did you have it made
2: um so, the, so i so i left ovw in uh, a few months before uh, turbo and was trying to think of ways to reinvent myself completely i wrestled formerly under the name of shiloh jones i was doing this uh, kind of whack rapper gimmick uh for quite some time and i just wanted to completely start from scratch, do whatever I thought was cool. And I, I came up with this look for the attire that kind of, it just kind of spoke to me. I wanted something that was 80s inspired, but not totally, not like I'm wearing like, a, I don't know, flash dance outfit or anything, but 80s inspired, but still new, still fresh. Um, and uh, once Randy agreed, we got another set made a match to match his. And then uh, similar, similar styles, different colors. Uh, going from there, um, it's just, it's very specific aesthetic that we were trying to go for. That, like I said, isn't totally outdated. It's not a, an outdated. It's it's old, but it's new. Kind of like the outrunners, and you know, kind of our style.
1: And I talked earlier about the reactions, let say, from your trainers or for or from people who've been in the business for a long time who have the uh, the knowledge to give the advice. So let's go from that to the fans. So. Mean that the fans unfortunately haven't had the, the greatest experience with tag team wrestling. How has the fan reaction been to you guys?
3: Uh, well, we've typically been working as heels. Oh, um, well, actually, exclusively as heels. So we're pretty well hated by fans um, during the shows. Uh, after the shows, they 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 want to high five us and, and, and tell us how cool we look and how how fun our our whole thing is. But uh, during the shows, we're very well hated.
1: That means you did your job right. <laughs> you exactly
3: get that heat that's all that's what it's all about
1: now with that you know i'm a big fan of the ghost tag i mean you guys got a lot of that going on too oh
3: yeah yeah. any chance we can get if there's a if the (laughs) if that rep turns his back at all he or she uh it's happening ghost tag it's uh yeah we'll get the crowd fired up on
1: that one that's one of my favorite things man i swear
3: (laughs) absolutely well that was kind of uh We've, we've kind of we've touched on OVW a little bit, but uh, uh, Al Snow took over a few years ago, and that was one of his big things. Like, why did that tag team just tag behind the ref's back? Why wouldn't they just get out? So, like, anytime that's kind of ingrained in my brain, like, yeah, that makes total sense. Why would they ever tag behind the ref's back? If the ref's not looking, get the hell out of the ring and switch. <laughs> it's, it's that simple. So, yeah, it's yeah. kind of ingrained in my brain because of that. I can hear him say it every time the ref turns his back.
1: Because yeah, a, good, a good heel would take advantage of that anytime. Exactly. So, with that, so because we talked about social media earlier, and I know I usually save this towards the end. So, with the Outrunners, you guys are doing a great job getting your name out there. So, where can the fans find out about the Outrunners? So, I've because I, I first came across your information on Twitter, I watched the clips and I just followed that rabbit hole and finally got in touch with you guys to come on the show. So, uh, where can the fans learn more about the Outrunners?
2: You can get us. Um, on Instagram and, um, tur- uh, excuse me, Twitter at, at <laughs> Truth Magnum and at Turbo Floyd underscore.
1: Yes. Okay, so we got Twitter, you say Facebook or anything else like that or?
2: Yeah, we're on Facebook too. Um, but it's under our, our uh, well, at least at least my old gimmick cause you can't change your name on Facebook. But, uh, if you search for Truth Magnum, uh, my, my profile will pop up.
3: Um, I do not have a wrestling Facebook, but I've got a YouTube, Turbo Floyd. Um, I've got a Twitch at uh, twitch.tv uh, backslash TurboFloyd underscore. Um, same as my uh, Instagram and Twitter, TurboFloyd underscore for both of those. Give us a follow. We'll like it. We're 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 hoping to entertain you, so I think you guys will enjoy it.
1: Very entertaining indeed. So <laughs> let's talk about the business aspect of what you guys are doing because I, I know I talked earlier that no, I know pro wrestlers you know, were athletes, were entertainers, but we're also businessmen. And I see that you guys are handling this like an actual business. It's not just, you know, a hobby here and there. So what is it that a lot of these guys aren't getting to where, yeah, they put a social media, but they really don't do anything with it. They might want, they put one or two pictures, but you guys are out there putting a lot of time into this.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you, if you want to, it's kind of like the old saying, don't dress for the job you Dress for the job, what am I trying to say? Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Right. Yeah, yeah. there it is. <laughs> so, so uh, it, just carrying that through to wrestling, like we wanna look like we're already on national TV. Um, Cause that's a more sellable product right there. Um, that's the first thing. The other part is all the the wrestling part that we, we've, we're we pretty confident we have that down pat. But just being able to market yourself like a as much of a finished product as possible to to out there on social media is what we're trying to do
3: um yeah and as far as businesses go i like to put it out there that um truth magnum and i have kind of uh, and uh, as well as another partner and uh dr ted McNaylor have started our own business so we've kind of uh, started our own wrestling company um that we're pretty excited about um that's going to be here in the indiana louisville area uh as they call it here um in jeffersonville indiana it's called uh, dream pro wrestling it's something we're really excited about. Um, it's going to be happening in Jeffersonville, Indiana, September 18th. Um, so coming up in just a few short weeks, um, we're gonna, um, uh, be debuting. It'll be our very first show as business partners, I guess. Um, again, so I guess as tech tag team partners, we're technically business partners, but, um, yeah. for the second time, uh, business partners for dream pro wrestling, we're very excited about it. Tickets are still on sale. They are flying. So, um, if you're in the uh, Louisville, Kentucky area, go to dreampro.ticketspies.com/dream, and you'll be able to uh, purchase your tickets through there. Come see the Outrunners live, as well as a, uh, a large cast of characters that we've got for uh, planned for the show.
1: Excellent. And I'm glad you guys slipped that in there. Just like I slipped a Rogue Energy promo in there for for mine. <laughs>
3: That's so, right. I just learned from you. I learned from the best.
1: Hey, if, if I could teach you anything, that would be great. Is uh, self promotion. So. That's right. With that, because I know I'm that way we, we talked about this, so, and I know, of course, you guys will be on there, and it's very exciting to start another promotion. What talent is catching your eye? Because I'm sure you also have partners with you as well. Who are you looking to bring in for the shows? I know you said other cast of characters, but who, who are you looking to bring in?
2: Uh, it's going to be a great mix of some of the guys here um, locally that we also feel are deserving of a, a, a larger platform to show their skills, along with a lot of the, the bigger indie talent. Um, so we have people like Billy Starks, uh, J.J. Garrett, uh, Nars Garvin, Eric uh, Lee, Jay Lee, uh, Jay Clyde.
3: Lee, Logan James, uh, Tyler Matrix are kind of the big local people that we we feel deserve a bigger opportunity and a bigger chance and people that we trust to help um, this promotion kick off right. Um, and then we're bringing in some yeah, like uh, uh, Truth said, some some outside. Uh, Rising and and uh, white hot um, independent talent. So
2: Nick, Nick Wayne's another one. Just should be a great show. Uh,
3: ROH's Eli Isom is going to be on the show. He's uh, he's he's shooting through the Ring of Honor ranks like a like a rocket. So we're really excited to get a hold of him uh, right before he's probably going to be unavailable for a long time because he's he's flying through. So I'm I'm really excited to see him actually wrestle in person. It's going to be a really fun show.
1: No, and that's the thing about indies and i know that sometimes people say indies like it's kind of like it's a, a passing word or something but i think the indies are what probably is, is the backbone of professional wrestling it's one of the most important things out there right now because and it's not never, only say that again i'm sorry it's never been hotter than it is right now and back. that's what i'm that's what i'm getting at because it, when i was around you know through the 90s and early 2000s it, you know it was there but it, i don't think it was as strong as it is now yeah. do you think it's something that and I know social media has a lot to do with it, but do you think that there's just so much talent out there that can no longer be ignored?
2: Yeah, and you, you touched yeah. on it earlier that there's just no hiding talent. There's no hiding good matches, good shows. It's going to be seen, and yeah, it's it's. I also was active in the early, late 2000s, and it was a it was a ghost town as far as uh, independent wrestling compared to what it is today. There's nothing stopping somebody that's talented to make a name for themselves right now.
3: Exactly, it's all about uh, right now. It's all about just putting in the work and get making yourself out there, and, uh, putting yourself out there and making yourself available. And as Truth mentioned earlier, making yourself look professional and TV ready. um So, uh, like, like again, with the the whole COVID situation, we've kind of taken a step back and really reevaluated ourselves and how can we make ourselves look the the best version of ourselves. And I feel um we've mentioned it. I think before in the show here and we uh truth and i talk about all the time pretty much after each match we have we feel that that was the best version that we've had of ourselves thus far so we feel like we're making strides even now um we're kind of at the point where we don't we don't necessarily know if we can get any better but we feel like we're getting better so that's what we're looking for hitting that 100 percent mark and we're wanting to push through and really skyrocket ourselves through there and somebody eventually it's going to catch somebody's eye and we feel it's uh, again, it's truly just a matter of time. So we're, we're here just still putting in the work and it's the same for anybody else in the independent scene. Uh, put yourself out there, put in the work, uh, reach out to these promotions. Um, again, the the whole COVID time, we reached out to probably 500 promotions that are now uh, finally getting back to us because things are opening up again. So like our schedule is getting pretty busy. So the, the outrunners, we're looking to tour uh, the U S here pretty soon if we're able to. So, look out uh, the United States because the outrunners are coming.
1: Well, look out the United States. Look out the world because now it's it's a global thing. Exactly. Wrestling's always been a global thing, so it'll be a matter of time before somebody says, hey, man, I, I need the outrunners in Japan. We want them That's, in Australia. Yeah. We want them in Canada.
3: That would, oh, that would be a dream. To, to yeah. A couple weeks in Japan or something, that'd be that'd be a dream.
1: Yeah, you know what? It's, it's not a far-fetched dream because wrestling right now, and I think it is, in my opinion, that I think AEW has really caused wrestling to be somewhat rediscovered and exciting again. Yeah, I agree, completely. So with, with that, let's um before we continue, I'd like to invite yet again the, the fans of the Diego and Divorce Show to visit the website thediegoanddivorceshow dot com, dot com. And the holidays they come in faster and faster. Pretty soon, Christmas will already be here. You'll be watching the movie Elf, you'll be watching a Christmas story, and you're like, man. You know what? I need to go buy some holiday gifts from my loved ones. What better way than to go to the Diego and website? Scroll down one more time. I'll ask you only one more time tonight and hit the Amazon banner. When you hit the Amazon banner, there is no special sign in. You just do your shopping as normal. Every little bit helps the Diego and Divorce Show pay the bills and it helps Mr. Divorce get that third quarter wax on his new Jaguar. You know, it's only it's the little things that matter. Please do your normal shopping there while well, you're there also i was gonna i lied. i said i'm not gonna mention nothing else but go ahead and scroll down one more time to the invicta banner you know devore and i were very big fans of the invicta style watches and i, I used this name before but the invicta watches that's the delorean of timepieces because it stands wow. the test of time you could be driving a yugo or you can drive a delorean make a statement the watches are very beautiful, and you know, and, and they're not as expensive as you think they are. You know, you want to win some brownie points for the wife, for the husband, the girlfriend, the boyfriend, grandma, and grandpa. Get them an Invicta watch. It's a watch that makes a statement. Do yourself a favor, and you know what? Get yourself one too. They usually have a sale, and Christmas is always good for sales. JagoDivorce.com, you know, do your Christmas shopping there. So, gentlemen, and I know we're getting ready. To close the show here real soon, so let's talk about one more thing. I know we talked about your social media accounts earlier. Let's go through that one more time. And I know also that there are some Outrunner T-shirts out there because I'm, they look beautiful because I like the logo, I like the look. So, where can we get these things?
2: If you want to get, if you, if the Christmas season is coming up in a few months, if you would like your family and friends to possibly love you more, get if them. If around room.
3: watching Home Alone, one yeah. or two, I don't care.
2: Go ahead. Log on to the internet, the World Wide Web, wwwprowrestlingteescom slash uh, outrunners. and Yes, per, yeah. Sorry, prowrestlingtees.com/slash/outrunners, and you mm-hmm. can peruse our uh, wondrous selection of um, cotton T-shirts.
3: We just got the brand new white hot shades outrunner T-shirt on there. So be sure to go to prowrestling.com slash outrunners, pick up the brand new shirt. We also have for the time being until we're able to get our separate store, our dream pro wrestling t-shirt is on there as well. So if you want to support dream pro wrestling and the outrunners or even both, uh, prowrestlingtees.com backslash outrunners.
1: That's beautiful. And don't forget, like they'd mentioned earlier, and he's showing up right now, nice tank top and all that. So do some Christmas shopping. And I also invite you not just to buy the shirts, Visit their website, give them their likes and their social medias. Tell the world about the Outrunners because pretty soon they're going to be too hot to handle. You're not going to be able to get a hold of them. They're going to be too busy.
3: Too hot to handle, too cold to hold.
1: There you go. That's a beautiful thing. So, gentlemen, <laughs> you know, we, speaking for Lord DeVore, we appreciate being on the Diego and DeVore show. It's a, It's been a pleasure. You know, I like to bring you guys back down the line because I want to really talk about what happens after your first show and see how that went, and uh, what more comes after that.
2: I would love to. I'd like to meet Lord DeVore, and I can talk tag team wrestling all day, so can't wait.
1: We can definitely do that. So, gentlemen, thank you for being here. Again, the future of tag team wrestling, Truth Magnum, Turbo Floyd, they they are the outrunners. They're one of the rising tag teams right now in the world, and catch them while you can. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for being on. We'll have you back Later this year, and um, normally this is the time where I have Lord DeVore flex his beautiful golden pipes, but he's not here, so I'll cut it to the quick and take it home and say, you got your pythons out? I love it, brother. So (laughs) you guys take care. Thank you for being on the show. To all the fans of Diego and DeVore Show, please visit the site, diegodivoreshow.com. Please stay safe. I'll catch you on the next one.